Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In Luke's gospel, Jesus rebuked the religious leaders of His day for not recognizing the signs of the times in which they lived. In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. points out that the signs of the times in which we live are nearly impossible to mistake. Not only are they clear, but they're also becoming increasingly more frequent. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 31st, 2022. What's the lie? Well, COVID. Oh, come on, Pastor. Can't you just go one update without mentioning COVID? No. Do you want to know why? Because said COVID changed everything. And early on, I saw this and I thought, no, no way, way, no way. And then I started listening to others and I thought to myself, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm losing my mind because nobody else is seeing what I'm seeing, but this particular COVID sign tells me that we're almost at our final destination, because of what it came and is still coming packaged with. Everything that has ensued since the beginning of 2020. Yes, it's actually been, as we've talked about in prior updates, this has been in the works for many, many decades. It could be argued that it's been planned for some 100 years. You'll forgive me, but I just have to say this. When a church will open up its doors, and become a vaccination center, because they're woke. Or they'll start talking about social justice. Or pastors will start supporting Black Lives Matter. And that's just the tip of the proverbial iceberg. And these are the quote-unquote religious leaders of the day. 
here are these prophetic signs increasing in frequency as we near our final destination in the rapture of the church prior to the seven year tribulation, and they don't see it. They're blind to it, dare I say, they're sleeping. That's the only explanation. It explains it, at least in part. It doesn't excuse it. Because again, when you're asleep, you're unaware of what's really going on. They're not awake. You need to wake up. Not to fight. Not to fight. Why would you want to fight for something that's going to be replaced? Let me try that again. (laughs) The new heavens and the new earth. Why do I want to fight to keep this world on life support? The world is passing away. This world is not our home. Jesus is coming to take us out of this world. And the signs are all over the place. And it's happening. And this is the end. We're almost there. Just hold on. I truly believe this with all of my heart, that this is the end. Again, would you just kind of think through this with me again? How much longer do you think human beings are going to be able to survive? You're probably not hearing it because it's being censored. Do you know how many people are dying? Do you know how many people are dying that have been injected? You know, life insurance companies, they know those numbers because they live and die by those numbers. And it's off the charts. Let me take it a step further, and I This is truly another topic for another time. But how much longer do you think the earth is going to be able to continue? At this rate, I think of what Jesus said, that were those days not shortened, speaking of the seven-year tribulation, for the sake of the elect, speaking of Israel, No flesh, no human being would be able to survive. So let's get back to this issue of how is it, please know, and I, and the Lord knows my heart when I say this, I'm on the receiving end of many emails, comments that come in from people that are saying, well, so-and-so says this, but you're saying this. What do you say about that? So I just delete the email. (laughs) No. (laughs) What can I say? What can I say? Um, Pastor, you're kind of uh, out there. And here's these ministries 
these leaders, these even pastors, well-known, mega ministries, mega churches, and they're not interpreting the signs as you're interpreting the signs. And these are well-known people. Well, they're going to have to answer to God for that. That's not on me. And they will. I'm going to try to bring it in for a landing. I want to draw your attention to Luke's Gospel, chapter 12. This, I think this says it all, it sums it up. He, speaking of Jesus, said to the crowd, when you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say, it's going to rain, and it does. And when the south wind blows, you say, it's going to be hot, and it is. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? Do you know who he said that to? The religious leaders. How is it that you don't see it? How is it that you're not saying anything about it? This needs to be screamed from the rooftops, like I am right now, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> there should not be one church, one pastor, that is not talking about this. Again, I, I, I'm sorry if I'm yelling, but there are times where I'm just like, Lord, hypocrites. Some of your translations render it fools. By the way, I just let me add and then we'll move on here. The only thing I can come up with, and as I've inquired of the Lord concerning this, the only thing I can come up with is that they are seeking to please man and they have their roots down too deep in the temporal soil of this fallen world, and they have too much to lose. That's the only thing I can come up with as to why it is that they're not talking about this. If the Apostle Paul would teach Bible prophecy and the pre-tribulation rapture to new believers in Thessalonica within just the first, whatever it was, three months that he was there. How is it that pastors today are not talking about or teaching Bible prophecy and the pre-tribulation rapture with all the signs that are all around us? increasing in frequency as we near our final destination. 
As for me and my church that I'm so privileged to pastor, <laughs> with my dying breath, as long as the Lord gives me breath, I don't have permission not to. And I don't want your blood on my hands. I know that's very selfish, but <laughs> as Ezekiel would say, as a watchman, if you don't warn the people, then their blood's on your hands. But if you warn the people and they don't take heed, your hands are clean. I like how the Apostle Paul said it. It's recorded in Acts. I have the blood of no one on my hands, because I did not cease from teaching the whole counsel of God. What does that mean, the whole counsel of God? The whole Word of God. How do you teach the Bible and not teach Bible prophecy when well nigh one-third of the Bible is prophecy? It's very sobering. Well, those who interpret the signs of the end will already be ready right? We're awake, we're ready, because we see the signs. You know how it is? Can I use an airplane illustration? <laughs> you know I am about airplanes. So, you know, on a long flight you're sleeping, right? And then as you get close to landing at your final destination, they come on the loudspeaker, which is very loud, the loudspeaker, which is probably why they call it a loudspeaker, and they say, hey, put your seats up and you're, you know, <laughs> in the upright position. We're going to be uh, landing, and, and you wake up because you can't sleep anymore because you've arrived at your destination. So you get ready. You put all your stuff away, and you don't leave that tray down, whatever you do. Yeah. Put it in the upright position. That's how I see what's happening in the world today. Yeah, maybe it's been a long flight, but <laughs> we're getting ready to land. Actually, we're actually getting ready to depart. <laughs> However, there are those who are not. And I say this as lovingly and as humbly as I possibly can. You need to wake up. Now's the time to wake from your slumber. Wake up and get ready. Because if you don't know the Lord, you'll not be ready for the Lord. You have to get right with the Lord in order to be ready for the Lord. And He is coming. And I pray and I hope it's not for you as a thief in the night catching you off guard. This is why we do these updates. This is why we end with the gospel. This is why we do the ABCs of salvation, which is just a simple childlike explanation of salvation. Again, the gospel is very simple. It's childlike simple. Jesus said, Unless you become like this little child, you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'm so glad that the gospel is simple. It's not complicated. It's very simple. The gospel, the good news is that Jesus came 
to die for you, to pay for you, to purchase you, pay in full for all of your sins, and purchase on that cross a gift. What's the gift? Eternal life. That's the good news. What are the ABCs? Very simply, the A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, that you need a Savior, <laughs> you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. You might think that you're a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've missed the mark. God's perfect standard of righteousness is actually an archery term, bullseye. If you miss the bullseye, you sin. You fell short. You missed the mark. We've all missed the mark and fall short. Now Romans 6.23 is really the good news packaged with first the bad news. Because see, our sin and all have sinned means that there's a penalty. And it's the death penalty. And that's the bad news for missing the mark. The wages of sin is death. That's why Jesus came to die in our place. So He goes to our death for our sin instead of us and for us. And in so doing, it costs Him everything to purchase that pearl of great price. We're the pearl. And He offers us this gift that He paid for, the gift of God, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift a gift to be received. That's the A. Here's the B, and the B is so central. It's actually even simpler than ABC. It's as simple as B. Believe. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C lastly is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will, will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. That's the expression. Once you put your trust in and believe in Jesus, you call upon Him, Romans ten thirteen, all who call upon the name of the Lord will, will, will be saved. The jury is no longer out. The verdict is in. You plead guilty, guilty is charged. Now the sentencing, death, the death sentence. 
And then just as they're getting ready to carry you out and carry out the sentence of death into that courtroom of the universe, walks a man, no ordinary man, a God-man, Jesus the Christ. And he says to the judge of eternity, hold everything. I'll go to their death in their place. I'll die for them. I'll pay with my life their death penalty. You sentence them to death, I'll go to and satisfy the penalty with my own death in their stead. And the judge <laughs> looks at you and says to you, because he's a local judge, Hall, oh. <laughs> good news, you're free to go. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's the good news, the gospel. Well, today's But God testimony comes from Pamela, who writes, Our But God testimony. Dear Pastor J.D., back in January I emailed you asking for prayer for our son Tor. He was put on indefinite unpaid leave from his workplace due to his refusal to get the so-called COVID vaccination. Being a scientist involved in research at the Synchrotron in Saskatoon, Canada, he knew the dangers inherent in the vaccine and, quote-unquote, and warned many, both at his workplace as well as family members, all of whom <laughs> refused to listen. Tor was off work for four months but he and his wife never lost faith in our wonderful God and Savior to sustain and provide for them and their daughter. He applied for other jobs, but there's not much available for someone so highly trained as a physicist, even though at one point he was prepared to take a job installing home internet services. After an unbelievably lengthy application marathon, he was told he was unsuitable for the position. Tor was recently invited back to his old workplace, starting in a new department under a much better boss and co-workers at the same pay. As well, he was instructed to enter three hours overtime for every call-out, even if only as short as 15 minutes. This is something his former boss had never informed him he was eligible for. He also will rarely be required to work weekends, in contrast to his former position. Oh, God is so good and delights in doing even more than we can even think to ask for. Thank you and your church for praying for our son and his precious family. My husband and I often pray for you and your people there, and we never miss an update. God sees your faithfulness, as do we and so many others around the world, Pamela and Jens. Praise the Lord. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, 
and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.